Hey everyone, welcome to the Perfect Blend podcast with yours truly, Kay. And I have my lovely guest here who is returning, a returning guest, my Ooh. first returning guest, somebody who's like, let me come back a second time. Ooh. I have Miss Shayla in the his house. How are you? I'm good. I honestly can't How are you complain. feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, today wasn't terrible, so that's good. <laughs> Damn, it today wasn't. wasn't terrible. Yeah, it was pretty good. And that's I'm glad good. it's the weekend. Oh, who are you telling, girl? This whole, it's spring break for me, girl, and this shit went by so fast. I'm yeah. like, I need another week. Okay. Shit, I might not show up the first week of school. <laughs> like, I need another week off, y'all. Like, you know what they say. This was way too short for me. I'm going to take an extra, like, four days off. Yeah. It's week zero still. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes you need a vacation from the vacation. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I need. I just need a time to just unwind even a little bit more, you know? So, the Yes Queen Award. You want to go first? Yeah, I wanted to give it to Aoki Lee Simmons. Tell the people who Aoki is. Aoki is the daughter of Kimura and Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, and she recently got into Harvard. Mm-hmm. From what we know, it was organically, you know, I don't, for what we know. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. We're going to talk about that too. Okay. Um, I want your opinion on that shit too. For sure. Um, supposedly organically. She, hard work. She was a great volleyball player and apparently had amazing grades. So shout out to her. She's mm-hmm. only 16. So that's another shout out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully she can go to Harvard and be friends with Malia. Is Malia, she's like a senior now though, right? She's no, she's like done. a sophomore or junior. Yeah. Yeah. She's almost done. I mean, you know, people people with power <clears throat> usually are friends regardless. Right. <laughs> uh, nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I want to shout out to her. Okay, perfect. Well, shout out to you, Miss Aoki Lee Simmons. Forgive me, you guys. I'm a little under the weather. I'm kind of not feeling well today. So I am pushing through, girl. Your girl is pushing through. I am pushing through, child. Yes, I am. But my Yes Queen Award goes to Lupita Nyong'o because she killed it in the Us movie. I loved her acting. I feel like she's going to get an Oscar for that. Her acting alone was just phenomenal. She did a great job. Just her entire presence in that film. I feel like low-key, she carried the weight. Uh. Definitely. Of acting for most of the people in the film. I feel like Lupita was like the actress in the film. Everybody else was kind of so-and-so. But um, yeah, shout out to you, Lupita. Who else gets a Yes Queen Award? I think that's it this week. There's no one else that I... Not really. Everyone else is acting up. We're yeah, gonna get into these that. These fucking celebs are doing too fucking much. And speaking with our first celeb who we feel like is doing too fucking much. Out of love. Cardi, bitch. What the fuck? What the fuck? They saying that you out here pulling the Bill Cosby. You pulling the Spanish fly on these niggas, bitch. (laughs) She pulling the... I'm not trying to laugh at that. That's not a funny situation. I'm sorry. But she pulling the Spanish fly on the girls. Yeah. They said that Cardi B was up there stripping and stuff. And she was taking the men back and drugging them and robbing them and plotting and scheming, girl. Yeah. What are our thoughts on this? Me, personally, I mean, I'm not shocked. Like, the girl came from the strip club life. She came from the streets. I'm sure most girls do that any fucking way. 
who, you know, is a part of that particular lifestyle. That's not saying in a condescending way, but that's a pretty common thing. You know, niggas get over bitches all the time. Ooh, that sounds so good. Men get over on women all the time. <laughs> so I feel like, why not turn the tables around? Oh my God. I, I just realized that she said she raped men too. I'm sorry about that. Oh, she so, did? Yeah, they said that, like, it was like drug rape, right? Or something like that. Oh, I see. I heard people were dragging her because of the rape part. Well, see, that's what I heard. Well, so okay. I don't know if she was really raping men. So I didn't watch the live video. That's two different conversations. Okay, because... wait, hold on. Let's rewind for the listeners. So if you guys were not following, because I this story was kind of foggy for me to follow, because I didn't see the live video. But apparently, there was a stupid hashtag called Surviving Cardi B that was created because. Someone did their digging, as most people do in this fucking day and age. They dig up shit on you, right? So somebody digged up an old Instagram video of her. And in the Instagram live video, she was talking about, and it was, mind you, it was three years ago this video was shot. Back in 2016, she was talking about how she would drug and rob men. Now, somewhere along the line, and I saw it on one of these fucking social media posts, but sometimes social social media is not always a trusted source or a real source, but I heard that she would rape them or something or they would have sex, and then after that, she would steal from them and rob them. So, this is all alleged. Right. Let's make that clear. You know, those are very serious allegations. But I don't, I personally don't think Cardi B was raping no fucking body child. Yeah, I mean, the video I that I saw, anymore. the old video. You saw it? Oh, tell us. Okay. Oh, no. It wasn't of any actions, but of her telling what mm-hmm, needs to mm-hmm. happen. Um, she said that she would proposition, or men would proposition her for sex. Right. And she would agree and take them to hotel rooms or back to their place. And she would drug them and rob them. I never heard her mention anything about taking advantage of them sexually, anything like that. Maybe I read that wrong on the stupid blogs. Oh, no, no, you might be wrong. I I read the same blogs or different blogs, so we never know what's really the truth. Right. Um, Oh, Chucky gonna run out. (laughs) (laughs) The lights then turned off in her apartment. That scared the shit out of me. Oh, it has a timer on it. That scared me, girl. All these mannequins around it. (laughs) The mannequins are like, I can't. (laughs) So this one is creepy as fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, basically. I'm sorry to interrupt, y'all. It's a mannequin in her house. Yeah, my roommate's like a fashion he's designer. He's a fashion designer, so he has like a mannequin dressed up, and it's so creepy to me. I'm like, <laughs> she's like standing behind me, like looking at me like. <laughs> um, I mean, based on what I heard, I mean, Cardi B has acknowledged that that was terrible of her to do. Right. Um, but I, the reason why I like, have been a particularly annoyed is that a lot of men, especially, but women too, have been trying to compare it to like Bob, uh, Bill, Bill Cosby or R. Kelly. And it's not completely comparable because if she did not sexually take advantage of them, uh, it's still wrong. But it can't be labeled as sexual assault or rape, which is what happened in the Bill Cosby case. And then what happened with the R. Kelly case is, or cases, is that, you know, he took advantage of underage people. You to know? me, I don't even, I'm just going to say this. You could bash me if you fucking want to. I don't think she's preying on these men. These men are coming to her, yes. propositioning her for sex, looking for a hoe to fuck. Right. So for me, I'm like, that's kind of what you, you sign up for. Every, you're consenting for anything that comes with that, personally. That's just my opinion yeah i just i'm just over the people that are trying when you're paying for a sex worker you're gonna deal with whatever comes with that yeah i mean 
when we talk about the Sintonia Brown woman who oh, yeah. was like a forced prostitute mm-hmm. and then she had to kill her uh, her John yeah so I mean this, this this is the territory you know if yeah. you're parent for sex work sometimes people need to get make more than what you were going to pay them for the sexual act and that's just really what it is. Yeah. Again, I am not excusing it, and I don't think Khalifa is either. I'm not excusing but it either. I'm just saying, bitch, it ain't the same shit. Y'all hosting it. Not this the is like R. Kelly. Y'all and, always but, ready to fucking bash somebody. Like, fucking Especially women. People. Like, they love to turn it back on women and be like, y'all do it too. Yeah. But it's always a false equivalent. It's never yeah. something that's actually, you know, they, the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then the people that are comparing this to R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are also the same people who did not believe the victims in those cases. So that's where you know it's like intellectual dishonesty. Mm. It's like you all are being purposefully and intentionally dishonest with your comparisons. Are these. And I don't respect it. Uh, so. <laughs> The demographic of these people are these like black men on black Twitter, black men on are like on social media, on social media. Um, who are like saying, I don't, you guys are being hypocrites. I don't see the difference between her and Bill Cosby. When it's like, first of all, I see a lot of differences between her and Bill Cosby. Um, first of all, Cardi B was a sex worker and or not a celebrity and not rich at that time, so she yeah. was not using any type of power of, or privilege above these men. You know, mm-hmm. she did not coerce them to be in her space. She says that nothing happened sexually while they were under the influence. Mm-hmm. So that also makes it different. Mm-hmm. These people were not underage, right. etc. Again, it still is a crime to, you know, give people to something. To drug somebody, yeah. Right, and she's acknowledged that. But just equating it to that, it, it's you're being intellectually dishonest. I can't. You well, know? in her statement, she was saying how the men, in general, they, like, consented mm-hmm. to the things that transpired right. and how she does regret it and how it's not right. But she was just saying how like she was at a different time in her life where she didn't have access to jobs. She was like, I couldn't find a job. Nobody wanted to hire me any fucking where and I had to do what I had to do. So at the end of the day, people do what they got to do sometimes to get by. It ain't right though, Cardi B. It ain't fucking right, ho. But, yeah. you know. You know, a level of this that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was... Cardi B in general. Now, I know this is an old clip from three years ago, but I have always loved her realness, but also thought that her realness would be her her self-destruction. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because there is a ceiling to realness. And I feel like the higher you go in life, the real, the, the less the real, feeling. yeah, the less real you can be. You cannot be as I don't care what nobody fucking say. Nope. I don't care what nobody say. Even Cardi B has changed a little bit, bitch. Uh, okay. The higher you go up, the, the more the money you have, the more yeah, the lower that realness ceiling has to be. Yeah. You are a walking product now. You are assigned to endorsements. You have contracts and shit like that. There's a certain way that you have to be. There's a certain way that she has to fucking present. Yes. And that's just the name of the fucking game. It's For everybody. It don't matter race game. or whatever the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't be as real and as unfiltered when you get higher up. That's just, you can't. You just can't be that way. It's just and, not going to happen. And like, like Khalif mentioned, her being a former stripper and living that life, being a gang member and a whole bunch of other stuff, we could we could hypothesize that this this was a part of her past. Right. But we didn't need to know it for sure. She didn't she didn't really did not need to talk about this. And when she mentioned this three years ago in the video, she was responding to people criticizing her up, you know, her coming up and being a celebrity and being popular. And it's like Cardi, you gotta stop listening to Everybody. the haters. Yeah. And no matter if a million people like you and one person doesn't like you, it doesn't matter. But it's she always addressed the one person that don't like her. Yeah, and I'd be like, like, sis, Cardi, you don't always don't have to. Don't address it. I agree. I mean, I, I probably got haters and I'm a nobody. 
Right. So well, course, we all have haters. So, of course, you're going to have haters. You're winning. Uh-huh. Let the haters speak. You're a rapper. This is a, the perfect avenue for you to write a diss against all your haters. Right. Write a rap. Rap it. I don't want to hear it on Instagram, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. talk about culture and how she won't go to sleep at night. Or you have to change her diaper. I don't want to hear about all the shit you have to do to come up. We know you came from the bottom. Right. Let it be. Right. Nicki Minaj stands gonna be in your comments regardless. You know, like other people's stands gonna I'm be. I'm still mad at how she was telling them to get out of her comments. Right, I'm they're like, gonna be. They're not gonna regardless. get out of your comments. This is you're a famous. They're all gonna be your fucking comments. Like, forever. let it, girl, move on. Ignore right. them. Keep right. winning. Yeah, like. But it's. I think that's. I think she doesn't understand that, and that's sometimes where I feel like she's not really ready for fame. I mean, she's already famous. It already hit her. Yeah. But I feel like she doesn't know how to handle it. But at the same time, we do live in a different age where fame is different now. Yes. And I feel like she started off as an Instagram star, a social media star, who who advanced into an actual real celebrity and a real A-level star. And I don't think she knows how to navigate that. I don't think she knows how to navigate that yet yeah. at all. Yeah. And then I remember, and this is probably our last comment on this. Because there's a difference between a social media star who's popular and an actual celebrity who is actually having a career and they're actually doing right. it. Yeah. Which she is now. Exactly. She is an actual celebrity. Yeah. And then I, and then I remember, she's literally our age. Yeah, she's the same age as us. So she's I literally age. forget that part because she, she seems a little older than us. Not too old. Girl, I thought she was 35, so she said she was 25. When she said, I when she said I she was 25, she was I was like, I, was like, I, I thought she was the like same 30, age. Too. Right. So the, I thought she was right. right. And then it all makes sense. Yeah, as to why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah, and then it all makes sense. Now, when Nicki Minaj does things like this, it doesn't because she's mid-30s. But we won't get on her. We won't get on her. Leave Onika's Honey Mirage alone. Onika, no, I love her, but she's been trifling the last months. She has been. No, the last two years, she's been on some fuck shit. (laughs) Nicki, I love you. You know, I love Nicki Minaj, but for the last two years, she has been on some fuck shit. But see, I'm an objective fan. I'm not a stan. Exactly. I'm an objective fan. And so I, I still call Nikki, you ass but out. But you know, we don't call you out regardless. Well, I'm happy. You know, Nikki, she's been canceling all those shows lately and shit like that. So you got to get your shit together in that department, girl. You should not be canceling shows. We're at, a, we're at a different level in our career, Nikki. We should not be canceling any fucking thing, bitch. Fire the tour manager, girl. Fire all of them niggas. Okay, because clearly, clearly. But her little uh, rape bay, oh, that's not funny. Oh, my God. Well, I you didn't too laugh. Far. I didn't laugh. Yeah. I was trying to see. I got to stop. Bad girl. Her. Let's not talk about it. We're going to move on. I was just about to say, Nikki seems. I was just about to say, Nikki seems very happy with her new love interest, who is a formerly convicted rapist. He is on the sex offenders list. He is. But I'm just saying, she seems very happy with her love life. I've been seeing her on tour, and I'm very happy for her. That was not shade at all. I really do love Nicki Minaj. While we're speaking about her, bae, I have one comment. I'm going to need her. He's fine, yes. Yes, he's fine. I was just going to say that. I was about his history, and the excuse that she gave for his history was trash. I don't even want to bring it up. But what I do want to bring up is she got to stop shitting on Safari, because her new man also don't do shit for a living and also doesn't have money. And also (laughs) lives off of her. So don't come for Safari no more. <laughs> yeah, leave Safari alone. Safari didn't do too much. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. She's new dragging basically him. like a Safari. Maybe even worse, actually. Definitely worse. Yeah, definitely worse. <laughs> at least Safari has your best interest. Right. We don't know what this new nigga is doing. Okay, bitch. at least Safari, we didn't know his criminal record. All right, let's move on. He doesn't have a criminal record. Exactly. Or not that we know. <laughs> exactly. Not that we know. Anywho, that was interesting. That was a Yes, that was. Now we're going to get into Miss Nene and Portia. 
And Real Housewives too. So let's make this quick because we got we got Justin and Wendy and then we got the college scandal that I kind of want to talk about. I do too. Yes. Um. So today there were some text messages that came out of uh, that Portia leaked. Basically, Nene and Portia have been beefing. Um, basically, Nene was upset because Portia is insinuating. Correct me if I'm wrong, Shayla. You, you probably know more about this than me. But mm-hmm. basically, Portia was insinuating that Nene hit her. Okay, so or she hit someone on be- the episode where people were trying to go into her house and look in her closet. It was an episode that yes. aired where Portia and Candy were trying to go into Nene's closet, and it yes. was like this stupid controversy that everyone's like. So basically, they were in her like. Um, her big room, her master bedroom, and yeah. they were trying to go in her closet to see her fashions. From see her fashion, particularly because Nene has always told people over the seasons, "You got to come to my closet. You got to look in my closet." Uh-huh. So Bragging. Candy was all like, "Well, I, this is my first time actually being somewhere right next to your closet. Like you've been saying this for years. Let's go in. Let's do it." So at first, you know, Nene was saying no in a joking way, like she was like, "No, don't go in my closet." Blah blah blah. Which they should have. I acknowledge she, they should have listened to it and not went in her closet because she said no. Even she this, said it so. Several times she said, "Don't go in my closet," and they all just kept trying to go to her closet. It was like no, but it went from like joking to real serious, like real quick. Yeah. And so I didn't take it as joking when she said no the first time. I took it as her saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, yeah, I would have too because I don't go in. I literally will stay in one room in your house if I come over. Yeah. Until you invite me to another room because that's how I was raised. Yeah. So for me, if you tell me no, I will respect that. But you know, they took it differently because Nini usually is a jokester. So whatever. So you know. They go in, she becomes really serious, she goes after them, and then she like pulls a cameraman back to <laughs> literally not go up. in. Yeah. So we don't see the video of this, but we continue to hear the audio. And the audio, you hear Marlo say, she's pregnant, she's pregnant. You hear um, Portia say, I'm scared, somebody right. get me out of here, I'm scared. But we see no video. Don't know but what you happened. hear like people rustling and we, shit. You hear people rustling. So it's so, insinuating that Nene was whipping somebody else right. in this scene. So recently Nene wanted to address it and she said that Portia did not say that in the moment and that actually she recorded a voiceover in a studio mm. and they happened to play that as if it happened in real time. And it didn't. And so Portia So was, that's what Nene was mad that's about. Okay. But Portia's like, no, that's not true. I've never recorded anything. I've never even been in a studio. Also, Marlo said don't hear her she's pregnant is also an organic audio so she was all like you're lying no one recorded this this actually happened blah right. blah blah so they're contesting that fact so you're saying that Nene is trying to save face is that what you're yes thinking? Nene's trying to save face but my thing is in this whole thing I believe that Bravo slash Portia are protecting Nene I think Nene probably did a little more than what she's saying mm-hmm. and that's why they didn't show the video I also believe that Portia has been trying to protect Nene this whole time because in the episode after the closet incident Portia didn't even talk about the incident you know they even tried to ask her questions she was like no I don't want to talk about that I don't want to ruin her friendship she shut it down yeah so I think at first Portia was really like I don't even want to go in this because I know it's going to cause problems with Nene and it eventually still did even though in the fact in the beginning she was trying to be hush hush about it because she just didn't want to talk about it um but it, now we're here. And now they're contesting that fact. And now we're here. Well, it sounds like Nene is the one keeping the shit up and she upset. But it's like, you keep keeping up your own shit, You Literally. There's no nothing else I can say. She's keeping up the, the whole thing. Nene's not talking about it. Portia's not talking about yeah. it. She brought it up. She Ain't was, nobody even talking about this at all. Like She no went on the live talking. and mentioned it and accused <clears throat> hella people. She was being very shady on that live yesterday. 
And it's just like, girl, why are you on Instagram Live keeping this up? Like, we're over it. The people that were supposedly maybe attacked or maybe not attacked, they're over it. They're not talking about it. Portia just had a baby six days ago. So that brings us to today. She texted Portia. And Portia even said that. She was like, you texted me this after I had a fucking baby. Like, Basically. she was like, do you really think I care about your fucking closet? So, the beginning. I'm going to read the beginning of Nini's message. Oh, pull out the messages. Let's she do put, it. Nini sent this to Portia. You lying ass, big, fat, hungry bitch. You <laughs> yes, know. I did see that right. You know I never put my hands on you. Marlo, Cynthia, nor Candy can ever say that. You want an excuse for going in my closet without permission so you can talk your fake shit on Instagram all you want. But remember, my house is lit with cameras. Now, she just goes on a whole rant. A whole tangent. And they, they shade each other back and forth about yeah. how they don't have edges and blah, 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 blah. But my thing <laughs> she is... She called her edgeless bird. <laughs> basically. She also said that she kept making fun of her the fact that she has small ankles. And I don't see that as a diss or, like, shade because I wish I had small well, ankles. I wish I had small ankles too, bitch. <laughs> like, Nini kept... On a thought I eating this fool, bitch. I wish Nini I had Nini kept saying that about Portia. And I'm just like, girl, that's not a diss. Like, I wish I had small ankles. <laughs> Bitch, I wish I had small feet, small ankles. Everything. Girl, I would be a baddie. You can tell me nothing. A bad ankle. Oh, oh. A bad ankle, girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we should name this episode Bad Ankles. <laughs> small ankles, My girl. That's going to be the name of this episode. Bad ankles and ashy caps. <laughs> so they're going back and forth, shading each other, being messy and petty, calling each other birds, blah, blah. Ooh, ashless birds. And so Portia just ends the conversation saying, like, it's difficult being your friend. Yeah. I don't feel like it. She was just saying, anymore. like, yeah, she was like, it's too much trying to figure out where we are. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. And I feel like that's the theme of a lot of friendships with Nini. They they always are like so question marks. Like she could flip like this. At the second, yeah. Yeah, like something of what's happened with Cynthia, you know, in the next episode that's gonna air in a couple But but Nini was right when she checked Portia and said, Bitch, I was the one who'd been defending you from from gay. Oh yeah. Especially after you dragged Kenya. She was like, I was one of the only cast members that had your back. For sure. So I agree with Nini on that part. Because Portia, you were on hot fire, bitch. They was trying to get you off that damn show. Yeah. And if Nini wouldn't have vouched for you, you probably wouldn't be there today. Just to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. But I just feel like Nini has been wilding recently. Like well, she keeps look- using, you know, the excuse of her husband being sick. She keeps get, using that, that as a reason to, like, have people deal with her bullshit. Yeah. And, and people I, are I not going to deal with her bullshit very, regardless. Very, yeah. That's yeah. very, very emotionally abusive, in my opinion. A very. Because, like, even, like, the episode of The Closet, if we go back to that at the beginning, Marlo right. kind of calls her out for, like, being MIA after Greg sends, like, this SOS text to check on Nini after he got readmitted to the hospital. Right. So Marlo was just like, well, I was trying to check on you because I didn't want you to harm yourself or anything like that. And Nini's like, oh, why are you making this about yourself? Just support me, bitch. And it's just like, <laughs> what? she literally said that. And it's like, Nini, she was trying to support you. That's why she drove an hour to your house because Greg told her to check but on Nini you. But Nini was drunk in that scene. Right. That. Yeah. But also she was with the theatrics. Like, if you really watch it, she was trying to cook up a cry. Like, she was trying to crank a cry up to me. It was like a, a, a bunch. It was not an organic cry to me. Yeah. It was like, I look like a dumbass right now, so let me cry to get the attention back to, on me. Back on me, but to be sympathetic and not to be accusatory, you know? And, and so, and that's my thing with Nini. It's just like, girl, like, we get it. Being a caretaker is very hard. I know it. I've seen it. I've never been in it, but I've seen it firsthand. It's very hard, but you still don't need to be trashed to others. That's the thing. 
Bottom line, these hoes cannot carry this show. <laughs> these bitches are boring as fuck, and I need Kenya and Phaedra to come back. Bro. These hoes cannot carry this show. If they Kenya are whack. Comes back, no, but I'm saying all of them are trash. Like, we need Kenya and Phaedra back. I'm sorry. And that's Nene, why? you suck now. All of y'all, y'all just not bringing it like y'all was. Kick no. Shamari off, Tanya, all this bullshit. Eva, even, I think Eva needs to go as well. It's not for you. I just... All of y'all need to go. Where the fuck is Kenya? And well, Pedro? let's talk about our perfect cast for next season then. Okay, really quickly. Really quickly. I, I want Kenya, Phaedra, Cynthia, Marlo. I want Marlo to get a peach yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want... Kenny? Maybe Candy needs a break. Mm, Candy wants a check. But Candy... Uh, for she's some... going to be there. You gotta She's going to be there because she's the fan favorite, but I don't really feel like she contributes anything to the show. Well, now that her and Portia made up, me, no, yeah, I don't... But in general, even before that, I'm like, Candy, what are you here for? Yeah. I mean, she brought the drama earlier. Now, I do like Mama Joyce, though. Mama Joyce is funny as fuck. Yeah. And you know, Mama Joyce, I really uh, recently reviewed this. She's been in my head for like the last season. Yeah, she's I'm like, girl, where you been at? I need some Mama Joyce Girl, I saw a clip of her trying to beat Cameron with her shoe. <laughs> and Candy was holding them back. She was trying to throw her shoe at Cameron. <laughs> yeah, but... Throwback. Maybe Candy needs a break from the show this season. Maybe we need like a new... I don't know. I really do want Kenya back. and I want and Kenya that, for sure. You know what? If you knew me. We need Kenya and Phaedra. I need to see a continuation because they said Apollo's going to get out in a year or some shit like that. Oh. Yeah, they said Apollo's going to get out early. Oh, Phaedra's back. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm She's saying. Back. I need the old girl. Because once they start filming again this fall, he's going to get out 2020. I don't want Kim Zosley yet, though. She can stay I don't know. She will be back. Yeah. She's doing too much. She will be back. Um, but I, I, I've never liked Kenya, but I actually, I love Kenya. I think she changed after having a kid. I think she's a little more tolerable. I've always liked her because she's the villain. It's like, it's like the person who's the villain and it's like, bitch, I can't stand you, but I like you. I never liked her. I like Kenya. She used to hit on Portia and it was so unwarranted. You know how everybody used to hate Portia because like, she was young, pretty and had money. Yeah. yeah, And then at the end, when she first got on the show, she was married, you know, and she used to hit on Portia so much. I'm like, girl, I know Portia's stupid, but we do not have to Every episode, like, <laughs> like we don't have to hear it, Kenya. Kenya. But I really do think Kenya, Kenya has changed because Kenya was at her baby shower. But I, not only that, but Kenya knows good TV. Kenya knows how to. Kenya, it's the art, man. Kenya knows how to get up and be uh, catty. She gets it. Yeah, you know, Nini keeps trying to say, and even in the text message, she said it with Portia. I'm the HBIC, but I'm like Nini, not anymore. To be honest with you, not anymore. Like, I think Nini was mad because I'm not gonna lie. I felt like this whole season was censored around Portia. Yeah. It's all been about Portia this season. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is the Portia show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is the Portia reality show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you if you really look at the, all the years, I mean, Nini has always been mad at the person that's the most popular. That gets the shine at the moment. Yeah. 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 And that's when I really saw her insecurity this uh, this season. You know, she tried to come for Marlo at the bi-wig party saying Marlo didn't have edges. But honestly, Marlo had the best hair there. Best natural hair. She tried to come for Tanya about <clears throat> calling her glasses low fashion. But they were. And she's oh. mad at Tanya because Tanya has a wonderful closet. And she's young and beautiful, you know. And, you know, oh, now she's coming at Cynthia because Cynthia brought, invited Kenya, who's her friend, to her event. Oh, I'm so happy. Wait, Kenya's coming back. They're inviting her. Next episode. Yes! Oh, I gotta watch. So that's why she's currently mad at Ooh, Cynthia. They're bringing Kenya back. I know. They're trying to like, bring her back in. Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Kenya's coming Kenya back next season. Cynthia's but. friend. And Cynthia was throwing an event where she invited her friend. Uh-huh. Nini, why are you mad? And also, I 
never knew. I knew Kenya and Nene used to have a friendly beef, but I didn't know it was that built Bad. up. I thought, I thought they resolved it. Exactly. Of. It was yeah. never even anything. They were have friendly shade. But I never thought she would be that mad at Kenya for coming back and Cynthia by virtue of that. It, it just doesn't make sense. That's why I'm like, Nene, you're very unhappy in your life, and I need you to work through that because it shows. Anybody can see from a mile away that you're very insecure, and you got to work through that because we can read it easily on the screen. That's my thoughts. I'm <laughs> well, like, and, and I, I used to be so pro Nene. I'm shocked at myself, actually. You know, I've liked Nene. I just feel like, and honestly, some people feel like she hasn't calmed down. I feel like she has sort of calmed down from her old shenanigans personally. That's just me. But honestly, all these bitches, I'm like, y'all are kind of like done. Like, this whole season is done, yeah. and it's just not. None of you guys are really contributing anything worth it. I mean, Eva and this whole Marlo drama oh, about yeah, the fake the that. fake money and I mean not fake money but fraudulent behavior and basically Eva not having the money to actually pay for her wedding and like Marlo just calling her out. I you know, I just think that sometimes the older girls are jealous of the younger ones. For I don't sure. really know what's going on with them, but Yeah. I like Eva and sometimes I just feel like she's not meant for this show. I feel the same way. Although I have enjoyed her on this show, I do see it. it she doesn't fit as she well as... She doesn't fit at all. She doesn't have it. Not for the show. Yeah. You know, I was confused about this recent scandal with her, like, not having money. Because, honestly, you know, of all the people have been, that have been on the show throughout the years, Eva has never been the type of person that says she had money. any type of financial issues, though. Like, she hasn't been known to, like... She hasn't been known to, but she doesn't. She doesn't talk about money like she has it like that. She has yeah. never flaunted it in your face that like she has like the other girls too. or like this fancy purse. She's never been like, oh, we have a lot of money. Yeah. So to come at her for that when she never even talked about it ever or like. But like, I think Marlo's jealous because Eva like has designer clothes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, Marlo has shaded her every time. She every time she could get like even to on do Watch it. What Happens Live, she said, "Oh, she's an Instagram model now. She she's been banned from the runway." And it's like, Marlo, why was that necessary? Because <laughs> first of all, Eva she her, was an Instagram. I'm like, uh, I'm, oh, Eva's in her early 30s, and she's not even that tall. So she's never been a runway girl like that in the first place. If we want to keep it real, she's I been, think she's been more she, of a campaign. Thank girl. you. She's yeah. been campaign and print. Yeah, she's not that tall. Yeah, and also she's in her 30s. Only so many people that that older, not even can old, keep but going. Modeling old wise can, can keep, keep going. going. You got to be a Naomi. And Naomi's still modeling to this day, exactly. which is crazy. Like, She's you gotta still be modeling. a Naomi or a Giselle or, like, the, the very few girls can that actually age can keep and going. still catwalk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And Eva was not one of them. Tyra was not one of them either. Tyra wasn't either. Tyra bowed out at 30, I yeah, think. Yeah, so it's just like, it's come with the territory. I think she bowed out too early sometimes. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you bowed out way too early. Yeah. But yeah. she got the check, though. She had her own talk well, the show. The good thing is that she got the money and she kept going and kept rebuilding herself. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know America's what the fuck. I don't home. know what's going on with her in this makeup shit now. And I don't know what's going on with her today. But yeah. Type F or whatever the hell but that yeah, shit is like, called. Eva, like, Eva <clears throat> having money or not having money, I don't really care. Like, I don't care about people's financials. And Eva has never tried to fake like she was the most rich bitch. So that's, yeah, that's she never thing. has. If she if, if this was Candy who always says she got money, but she don't even really boast and brag either. Candy but, doesn't brag. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this is Nene. And she tried, and then it's, Nene and, brags all the time. And, 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 and we found out this is fraudulent. I would be like, you fake bitch. But like, Eva has never been like I'm the richest bitch at the table. She's always yeah. sat there with her rags. Let's be honest. She wears like she has like a boho. Don't call her rags. Bitch. No, no, no. She has like oh, a, she has a 
she, she, she likes the bohemian chic. Exactly. You said she, bitch. You said she's always sat there with her rat. and she said the cute <laughs> and put and it on mute. She said she's always sat there with her rags. Okay. <laughs> you know I like Eva in her earthy fashion thing that she got going on. But I, I love vibe. I love Eva. I like all her styles. I think that she she's a cute girl. Same. You don't belong on the show, bitch. Leave the show. It's not for you. My thing is, if your husband wants to be a politician, I'm not completely sure well, that this lost. show is. Well, he he's lost. Gonna so now he lost. Oh, okay. Because she said on the show, um, which kind of fueled the fire of her being broke, that they need to move immediately, and because uh, he needs to live in a certain district. And not only that, she was abused by Kevin McCall Mm -hmm. and she's running from him too. Mm -hmm. So she did talk about that this week Mm -hmm. as well. She was all like, she was like, I move a lot because Kevin is following me. She was like, there have been times where I go out on my balcony. He's out there in the shadows at night. I'm like, like, I'm she glad was you like, mentioned she's that. been abusing me for years. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that because a number of the girls on the show, mm-hmm. after she mentioned that fact, you know, they kept saying, he's not after you like that. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that wasn't their place. And you not only you that, don't know. but she's actually filed like police records and all types of shit, restraining orders against him and all of that. Right. And, and my thing is, even if I don't like you, it's not my place to say to what's say, going on in your life in your or what's life. not. Yeah. Like, you don't know she might be actually has still be abused. He might actually be crazy. I'm not saying he is I not. think he is crazy due to how he's been acting. Right. I believe her, 100%. Yeah. And I, I just think that's very foul of people to be like, uh, you're lying. He's not after you like that anymore. But that's what women do. Yeah. To each other. It's very... Do better, it's bitches. It's very toxic. <laughs> like, do better, bitch. Do better, yeah, that's, that's toxic. Do better, but I, I, I can never say what's going on in your well, life. Well, Eva, years ago, I don't know if you remember, but years ago when they first got together after she had baby Marley, mm-hmm. uh, she filed a restraining order because they, in the restraining order, it said that basically she was running with the baby, uh, the newborn baby in her arms, mm-hmm. hiding in the house, and he was like kicking doors down in their house, sure. trying to get to her and take the baby from her. Right. And she was like running in the house. So I'm just like, I don't think anybody would like, lie about about that and Kevin McCall has had documented crazy behavior that he has been doing crazy shit yeah so I I don't I don't take that lightly at all I do believe he has hurt her before and and none of them were saying that he never did they were just simply saying they don't think he's still doing it that's what they that's what they said I think he still is he's always on Twitter bashing her every chance he gets no I I believe her I don't think she has any reason to lie Mm -hmm. I literally don't think so Mm -hmm. so I just think it's trash for them to say that though that she's lying do better bitches sick of you hoes and bring Kenya and Phaedra back. Pretty nice topic. <laughs> I need Phaedra back. Now let's get into Jesse. This is a sturdy, we 30, a we 33 minutes in. Should we do the college scandal first? Let's do Jesse. No, we're going to take too long. No, I'm not going to take long. Honestly. We got an hour, bitch. So surprisingly, <laughs> early this week. So th- this is what, Monday morning? Tuesday morning? Yeah. It was Monday morning. Jesse has officially, out of nowhere, all his charges. All his charges have been dropped. Records have been expunged, um, and he accepted a plea deal. Where I, be- I believe, well, I don't know the ins and outs of the plea deal. Okay, but, but, but I read that he would be paying a fine. Well, his, like a ten thousand dollar fine. He, he basically forfeit his bill, which means oh, okay. usually when the he gets three years dropped, of probation. Yes. Yeah. And he also has to continue his community service. Yeah. Okay. So he's not. Yeah. So he's not paying the ten thousand. No. Okay. Um. Because usually, when you are found not guilty or is dropped, you get your money back. But uh-huh. he forfeited it, a part of the deal. Mm. 
Which makes this interesting. Because it's like, if, if it's dropped and his record is expunged. The, 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 the girl. This whole thing is interesting. The blogs are saying that the police, because um, the Nigerian boys haven't spoke up about it, but the FBI found out that the police actually paid for hotel rooms for the Nigerian boys to stay at. Mm. So basically, they're insinuating that the Chicago Police Department was behind this entire debacle and that they were actually helping those boys lie and, mm. and orchestrate a story against Jesse. And that Jesse Smollett, literally, he was B. He just cannot identify who it was who did it to him. Yeah. And it wasn't the Nigerian guys the whole time. And that uh, that Chicago PD has orchestrated this this entire media debacle that we're seeing. Yeah. The Chicago PD orchestrated all of this. Right. Not Jesse. That's an That's the update of the story. That's a very interesting conspiracy. No, but I'm saying that's the update of the story. Oh, is it? I didn't come up with that. That's what I've been reading online. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. See, I've been seeing different things happening, and that's that's from the synopsis of what I've read. That's what yeah. is here. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Y'all, I want y'all to comment and be like, You know, I didn't right. read that at all, but now I'm going to read it after that. this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I just think the whole thing is, like, very interesting. This um, is all alleged. Yeah. <laughs> this is all alleged. Totally all alleged. <laughs> But, you know, what's very interesting is the response to the drop charges to me. Um, there are a lot of... I think people flip-flopped and now they're all on his side. Well, yeah, people are definitely now like, he never did it. I knew he didn't. And it's like, you probably just say people in the comments who were like calling him a liar. Bashing him. And that's why, you know, when I was privileged to be on Khalees, um Podcast last she time. Said it was a privilege. I, you can really quote me. I said, I don't know what happened. Yes. So I'm not going to comment. I don't yeah. know if he's guilty or innocent. I need to see the facts. And I, and I remain that way, you know. But a lot of people were quick to be like, oh, he's guilty. And now a lot of people are very against Jesse, even with the drop charges. Donald yeah. Trump came for him in a speech. And Donald Trump said that he wants to open up another Exactly. With the, FBI. the mayor of Chicago with his trash ass. I'm surprised he's even still the mayor of Chicago. I didn't even know he still was. That's another thing. He came foul and saying he got this uh, these drop charges because he's a celebrity with the entire fucking police department behind him. And it's just very interesting when... Let's say hypothetically he did do this, but he got off on it. It's very interesting when black people get off on stuff. Like, white people really want to, like, come for us, like, on another level. But I think also, too, it's his gayness, too. Oh, and for I think sure. that's why black men are also targeting him as well. Yes. Because he's a gay man. Yes. Because, for instance... And if, people keep forgetting that this, this is a black gay man. It's not just about blackness. It's about LGBT Completely. Shit yeah. Because if this was a straight black man who did this... And this police campaign to basically... They did a media campaign to basically tell everyone in the public that he was guilty before his trial. Which is not fucking fair. It's not fair Oh, at all. also, too, when the charges are dropped, the FBI, they released... It wasn't the FBI, it was someone. They released a statement saying how um, the FBI... Basically, they felt that it was not fair mm-hmm. how fast Jesse's case was so rushed Mm-hmm. media wise because he wasn't given like a fair like they were just saying like all of this happened way too fast yeah. which makes it suspicious they yeah. were like when real cases happen shit like this does not happen fast like this therefore they believe the chicago police department orchestrated that bullshit yeah. by running to the media all the time like completely. that completely and, and i and i, I remember with, i agree with that statement because i was like why completely. is this happening so fast all of and this i remember people fast. kept saying sources close to the chicago police 
Bitch, that's the Chicago. Ain't no source of sauce. It's them. Like TMZ's getting all this new scoop directly from, from the, them. Yeah. Every like for the three weeks until they officially charged him, it was like new development. But I felt like they were going out. out tearing him. Yeah, that's what I felt like was happening. No, completely. And you guys now, you know, I you could probably call me a flip flopper too because you know one episode I was on his side, the next episode I was like, bitch, I don't know, I don't know, y'all. They saying he lying. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so there were a few times where I was kind of torn. I was like, "But that's natural." I don't know what to believe because uh, that's natural. Everything is so confusing. Everything we're seeing is so confusing. As we're saying, they did that media campaign against him for you to do that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, as again, I still don't know if he's innocent or guilty because drop charges doesn't mean you're innocent or guilty. He got a plea. Um, what I will say the plea is basically is saying I'm not going to admit if I did it or not. Just let me out. Right. We came to a deal. That's a plea. So, deal. currently, the Chicago police are threatening to um, charge him with this $100,000 fine for, they say, all the labor they put in for investigating. <laughs> trying to take him down. And, well, yeah. in, investigating his case before they changed it into a criminal case against him. You know, because at first it was like, we're going to find these people who did this to you. And then they transitioned it to... Oh no, you set this up. We're going to come after you. So they're saying that that was the amount of labor they spent on investigating this hate crime that they still believe is fake, right? That they orchestrated, girl. Yeah. That what well, they saying Jesse orchestrated and they made him and he made them investigate. And this I is all I don't understand why he would do that. I'm sorry. I just yeah, don't get it. I, I don't know if he did or didn't. I don't really know. I really hope that he don't. I'm to be honest about that. That he didn't, but you just don't know. But and then and then you just don't know. You just really don't know. What's going to be interesting, though, moving forward from this, is how is he going to survive in Hollywood? Will it be easy? Will it be difficult? Will Lee Daniels continue to ride for him? You know, will Fox yeah, this, continue this to ride whole, for him? This whole thing really hurt Empire, for sure. But you know what's funny? Like Empire, Empire has been riding with him. Literally, as soon as the news came out. No, they haven't. Taraji and Terrence, like, turned their back on him. Well, literally, after this was announced, if you went on the Fox and the uh, Empire writers' Twitters, which mm-hmm. are official, they literally were like, oh, we still by Jesse the whole time. Like, after the fact. They're like, we still by Jesse the whole time. We're glad he's been vindicated. Tune into Empire on Wednesday. It literally said that. And I was like, this is interesting that y'all are spitting this oh, to me. They're taking media. that promo shit. Right. Well, it they got to get their ratings back, girl, because yeah. the ratings declined. They did decline. Yeah. So I'm just like, I wonder if it's going to continue to hurt him past Empire. Um, probably. Will, will he get booked? Will he not? You know, probably. It'll yeah, probably hurt him. Yeah, because some people are flip flopping and saying, "Oh, he wasn't guilty the whole time," and some people are still like, "He's st- he's still guilty." You know? But I feel like people are gonna forget about it. You know, we all forget, and we're all kind of forgiving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like probably after two or three years, he's probably gonna be in jobs and stuff again. Yeah, yeah. Save your coins, though. Now let's get to speaking of coins. Save your coins, Wendy Williams. Ugh. We are 40 minutes in. <laughs> we to, okay, we're going to speed through. We can't do the part two, sis. We can't do it. I'm yeah. tired. My throat hurt. <laughs> so, <sighs> so this week, a new baby was born from the mistress of Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin Hunter, um, and Sharina gave birth to a new baby. When this news broke, Wendy Williams um, was found drunk somewhere randomly and her team had to get her and take her to the hospital give her a lot of IV fluids so she can get back to work so Wendy apparently was devastated and distraught um after she recorded one of her episodes earlier this week I believe it was the Monday episode the baby was born the next day 
and she couldn't take it. So she, once she left the studio, she went back to the sober house. And I didn't get to talk about that, you guys, last week, but she went back to the sober house that she's at and checked herself out and went and got drunk. Now, mind you, <laughs> last week when, <laughs> Jesus, God, don't laugh. <laughs> Mind you, last week, Wendy announced her truth that she was actually living in a sober house this entire time due to her relapse. So once all of that dropped, we all had been following the story closely. And it's just been a huge fucking shit show on the Wendy Williams train. Bitch, and there's so much shit going on. After she announced that she was living in the sober house the next day, a selfie came out that was posted by Sharina's old trick ass of her and Kevin on vacation. It's very interesting how you said it was posted by Sharina. So oh, was it posted or somebody snatched it from her page? Okay, I saw it on a blog. So I'm just saying I thought it was posted no, by her. this is what I think. Maybe it was posted by Kevin because she and she was going to announce that she was living in the sober house and maybe her and Kevin were having some beef. And maybe he didn't want her to announce it. I don't know. So this is but what I hear. I don't know if it was on her page. I'll take that back. Sorry. First of all, Sharina does not have a public social media page. Yeah, but she does. But I'm glad you put it like that because all the I feel the like blogs... she still posted it though. No, yeah, that's what I'm about to get to. All the blogs have been saying that how the hell did we get this picture? Kevin and Sharina. Exactly. And what I think happened is, I think Sharina has been begging Kelvin to leave her for a minute. I really do. And I think she was being spiteful. And she released it to the blogs anonymously. Because how am I going to get a private... That was a private photo. That wasn't a paparazzi photo. That was a that selfie. That was a photo that they took. Yes, that was a selfie off of a personal phone, iPad, whatever device. So I believe Sharina leaked it a week before she was giving birth to the media and it made it look like it was anonymous. I don't know. It might have came from Kevin, too. I don't know. I really don't know. But what I do know is, or what I do think is, Sharina did it. This is all alleged. But I do think she did it on purpose, too. To be spiteful to um, Wendy. Because there has been times where people have said that Sharina has came up to the Wendy Williams show, like, trying to fight her. But this was years ago. Or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, you know. Ooh. I don't know. So, I, you know, I don't know if you mentioned, but she also, Wendy's about to go on a break. Yes. Yes. So, you want to take that part? So, basically, Wendy announced... Two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. uh, a day or two after the woman got, Sharina gave birth, yeah. that she, that Wendy's going on a planned week break. A quote-unquote planned. Quote-unquote planned. Yeah. Because the way she said planned in the audio, it did not sound like it was planned. Um... But yeah, so she will be gone. Like, you want to play that she will be gone all <laughs> next week. Um, I guess they'll be playing reruns because I don't think they have any like host hosts for that week. Um, I don't, you know, I've been watching Wendy since she started. Yeah. I remember the premiere season. Wendy has never went on a random week break yeah. that wasn't a vacation around that was Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah. that wasn't told before. She's good about her poem. Yeah. So, I don't believe it was planned. I think it's completely Bullshit. consequential of this new pre- this new baby. Yeah. And the... And her trying to save face. Explosive rumors about her marriage. Yeah. That's just I that. hope she gets a divorce. Wendy, get a divorce. Stop Wendy, the bullshit. Get like, the fucking divorce, bitch, and even just stop. People that stop don't, it. You're fucking stupid. Come on. Stop. Even people that don't even really like you want you to divorce this man. Mm-hmm. Because we just want you to win, sis. And mm. the route that you're going on, this is one or two things going to ha- happen. Your um, company that produces you, was it Bunham and Murray? They're either going to keep your show on because all the drama surrounding your life, you may have more ratings. 
Mm. Or they're going to kill your show because it's bad drama around mm-hmm. your thing, around your show. And it's going to ruin your career. So you need to divorce him before it ruins your career. And to be honest, I mean, a good media strategy would to be it's about. talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have been talking about my marriage, and now I'm in And it. I'm putting it all out on the table, yeah. And, and well, take your power back from that take motherfucker. Your power That's what back. you need to do. And stop being afraid to do it. Come on. I, I feel like she's afraid to do it. I think he's scared her. I think he's probably threatening her. I definitely think he's been physically abusive. Allegedly. And I also think he's emotionally abusive, too. Allegedly. I do think he he may have things on her where she's like scared because she's yeah. like I don't want him He's to really out her. that that yeah. that, that. Uh-huh. but girl nothing can be worse than this take the bait girl yeah nothing can be worse than this because at the end of the day it's if about you leave freedom. now you're still Wendy motherfucking Williams and you still have a show that comes on five days a week so you have the media upper hand regardless of what he has on you and at the end of the day you ignore everything else bad that comes out about your ass so ignore what, this too. what is it that he could fucking say that you wouldn't ignore and play off exactly. ignore this shit too yes whatever he outs about you or if he writes a book or whatever yeah. ignore it and say it's not true I'm like, you Wendy, do it all the time all the time anyway so do it with him I'm like Wendy I don't want to see you destruct your or, I mean for me I see this I don't want to wake up one day and they say that Wendy Williams passed away I mean and that's what Charlamagne says all the time mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. um, Charlamagne from The Breakfast Club yeah. my thing is it's like I don't want the end of your career to be because to be of a like man this. yeah mm-hmm. and Wendy like I watch uh, ask Wendy. You give women most of the time good advice. Sometimes I, I question it, but most of the time you give women good <laughs> advice. But you, I, I just feel like if a woman was to come to you with similar story, you would be ready life, to tell her. You would be like, leave him. Yeah, because that's what you tell most of the women anyway. So I don't understand why you can't take your own supposed advice and leave this nigga. You're the one. His whole career is based off of your career. All his money is based off, off of your you, girl. Money. You're the power You're shaker. The upper hand. Yeah. You Even are. if he do got dirt on you, you still can come the next day and be like, that's not true on your show, and you can keep it pushing. Well, they are married, so probably it's a financial thing, too. Maybe when they got married... There was he, no prenup. Yeah, maybe it was something that to is where that, he I got think... her to where he could get half of it or something. It's probably that. It's it probably, probably that. that. That's probably why she hasn't left. Yes, you're, mm-hmm. prob- you're definitely probably mm-hmm. right about that. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing about this. I just hope that she can get herself together and my thing is I can't hope that she gets it together without hoping she divorces him because yeah. it doesn't seem like the two can coexist yeah get rid of that man that man is bringing all these issues in your fucking life it's his health ass. issues work drug issues, issues you relapsing you were and you were like 20 years strong and you gave all that up for a fucking ain't shit ass man who went and got another bitch fucking pregnant what the fuck is going on come on Wendy we want you to win, girl, but you want to lose by holding on to this nigga. <laughs> like, you got to let him go. You got to let him go. That's all I got to say. Get your fucking shit together. Basically. We have 10 minutes left. Cool. Like, we have 10 minutes left. And yeah. I love Wendy, but I'm sick of talking about this shit. You need to fucking do something to change your fucking life. I'm tired of it. Uh, like, I'm, I'm just mean, saying. I'm just saying. Do something that's called... Be like Tamar or something. Do something to change it, girl. If you're tired, change it. Yeah, Shit. because we also, you know, it was speculated with Tamar that her husband was trying to sabotage her, her too. career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she left. And she left and got her new man, girl. And okay. got her shit Right. Right. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, girl, is that it? I'm done talking about all of that. We have, nine, we have 10 minutes left. Let's Did go. you want to talk about the college skin, skim? Oh, fuck. Well, I can talk about it quickly. We don't have a lot of time. What do you want to talk about? Well, we'll talk about passive aggressiveness in the workplace, but we can talk about the college scandal and just call it a night. Yeah. So, Lori McLaughlin, is it Lori Laughlin? Lori Laughlin and Felicity Hoffman. Yes. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, they, oh girl, I'm like talking about this show. Basically, <laughs> you know, they. They got into a college scandal because basically they were paying a man who has a company that basically takes in celebrity children or children of privilege. And what they'll do is they'll like create fake college applications and sort of like a fake lifestyle for this particular student to get into a college. And they'll also pay their way into the university as well. Yeah, so they basically created various like avenues to get people in. They either like... um made them have an extended SAT test or even they just, made them have an extended SAT or test or even pay then, someone else to do it yeah and they'll pay someone else to do it or they'll pay the proctor to give them the correct answers on the SAT test therefore they can get accepted into the Yales the the Browns the UCLA's UCLA. the USC's the Ivy League schools every top fucking school in the USA and they, those kids have been doctoring up shit with their parents the parents have been doctoring up shit with this particular guy of this company I forgot his name but basically, they've been sitting here cheating their way into elite colleges and into privilege and maintaining that bullshit. Yeah, and they also created um, fake athletic pro- uh, programs. Yeah, and photoshopping and, their children's pictures <laughs> on, on other people's bodies, acting like they're athletes. Oh acting like gosh. they roll, acting like they roll, roll athletes or whatever they yeah. call it, rowing or whatever that sport is. You know, I was Girl. shocked by this only because I don't know why they just didn't do it the old-fashioned white rich way. You know, like off of nepotism, or off what? of off of nepotism, off of like like you can create a scholarship in your own name, and uh-huh. that, that's how you get your kids in. Or sometimes you can of name a building, or something. yeah, you can name a building, or donate a library, or yeah, uh-huh. you can know um, people who are part of admissions and or the board of trustees or whoever is the governing body of your school. Yeah. you know that's the old nepotism. You can basically create a deal with the university if you have a lot of money yeah. that'll guarantee a spot for your family members and your yeah, children. For the this way they did it. It was like messy and dumb. It was fun. messy. It was like first of all, when it comes to Lori Laughlin, her husband went to USC, so he could have easily created like a fashion because um, he's he's uh, he owns the Target line, Massimo. Massimo, yeah. Yeah, so he he could have easily as alum, he could have easily created like a fashion scholarship and got his kids in by virtue of like not giving them the scholarship, but creating one for incoming students who are interested in fashion and made a deal with whoever the powers that be. The privilege, I don't I don't have information or privilege. We don't know what that is, yeah. Right. <laughs> but people that run in those circles, they do have privilege they to do. that. When uh-huh. you were you running the Beverly Hills and the Calabasas and money circles, you know who runs everything. Yeah. So I was very shocked that these celebrities as well as other very, very rich people, CEOs, presidents of companies. And they that, all that have they been doing this. It was like fifty people who got yeah. arrested. Yeah. I was shocked that they were doing it in this avenue instead of the old age way of doing it the ways I just mentioned. You yeah. know, like this has been happening and it won't stop. It won't stop. Well, anymore. honestly, first of all, I feel like this has always been happening. Oh, yeah. Because there are some of these fucking kids in these goddamn schools where I be Dumb looking the at them and I be like, bitch, how did you get in the door? And you want to sit up here and come to me and tell me that, oh, because I'm black, I must have had a low fucking SAT score, bitch. But you got in here. You don't even know what two plus two is, ho. Yeah. As my grandma would say, they be dumb as a doorknob. You don't even know the difference <laughs> between a fucking soliloquy and a goddamn 
um, hyper-poly bitch and your ass got up in this goddamn school. And that's what made me the most frustrated because a lot of people of color, especially low-income Who work their asses off to get they here. They all reflected on stories of how white people have said something money. to me because that's, that's happened to me. Oh, how That's happened to me too. I, I know this. I've had people come up to me and tell me I did not belong. Literally. Literally. At UCLA. I know that white dude probably still scared of black people because of me because I cussed him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He told me I got in because of affirmative action and I told him and I told him that affirmative okay I told him that um you know affirmative action was banned in the state of California mm-hmm. since 1996 so mm-hmm. I was like I worked my ass off I literally read him for food and I literally and I had just got out of high school so I was like these are all the things I went through in high school it was not an easy road for me mm-hmm. but you grew up in Beverly Hills with money this was an easier road for you you had access you, had and you access. wouldn't get upset because you didn't do anything and I think that's why the privilege get upset because it's like bitch you did not do anything to get here yeah you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and you are entitled and, and they you, come for us and you come, you come for people who genuinely work and like, who basically low-key sell they fucking soul to get, get into these goddamn schools bitch working very hard working we, we so were not hard destined and to be it. here but we still got here and the thing Girl, is about that is i hate the scam and the and the, the people that get in via nepotism and, mm-hmm. and and money because they create these entitled children yeah. that come for us and try to check you yes and mm-hmm. it's like Really? You checking me about how I got here, but you got here by virtue of a whole bunch of ulterior means, whereas I had to do the old-fashioned way and create an actual personal statement, study myself for the SAT, and good, good grades. And God. And God alone. <laughs> I didn't have money for any of the things that you have money for. Mm-hmm. These people, their parents literally fill out their application for them, literally will write their essay for them. They had the state of the arts SAT prep classes. I didn't have any of that. What my made parents me didn't gag even is review that, my application. What made me gag is that this Olivia Jade, the daughter of, I think, Lori, yeah. was on YouTube talking about she didn't even know if Israel was a real fucking country. Yeah. And Lori was like, well, bitch, what's the point of me spending all this money for your education? She basically confirmed, bitch, I paid for your education and you're telling me that you don't know that Israel is a fucking country exactly and then the girl got on YouTube and said how she really doesn't care about college she just wanted to go party and drink yeah yeah, I mean, it just it makes me sick how easy life is for people like that, yeah. and how I feel like due to the money and the privilege that they have, they never really go through nothing. No, and that's why I pray they asses get arrested because y'all sit up here and y'all arrest black bodies all fucking day, and y'all police us and put us through all this fucking bullshit, black and Latino bodies, bitch. Yeah. You sit up here and you police us and question us as to how we fucking got here, but you have bitches who don't do shit. They just sit up there and be pretty. Yeah. Literally sit up there and be pretty and yeah. suck dick all day. And they ask to get up in these schools and shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just, it just makes, it makes me so mad. I'm sorry I got pissed. No. It just makes me mad because you, you have students who die yeah. to get in that damn school or get into a Yale or, or Brown or all these stupid ass fucking schools. At the end of the day, it doesn't really mean shit to me personally. At the end of the day, I finally realized that after all these fucking years. Yeah. But you still have students where that's their life. Yeah. It's just annoying, and it it's just—it's just a—it's it really it's one system of privilege that exists in America. There are several, you know. And it, when I heard about it, I was like, "Oh, they actually got caught for it." I'm glad they got caught because we, we knew it been happening, we, and we knew it. And it sucks because you know they're just gonna get a slap on the wrist and figure out a way to get out of it, yeah. as white people do all the fucking mm-hmm. time. And 
But I'm hoping because it was like tax fraud, I'm hoping they actually get a year or I two. I hope they get jail <laughs> yeah. a year or two. No, I want them to get five to ten years. No, I w- but it's not. No. I know I know they're not gonna get five or ten years, but I want these girls to do time. Yeah. I want both of the moms to do time and I want the college girls to do time too. Yeah. Or get some type of probation or something. Something. Thankfully the girls dropped out of USC. Yeah. Both of them because they didn't they were afraid of being bullied. Yeah. They knew them damn kids was gonna be up in their ass. Like you don't belong a lot of them here. Kids there did the same thing. They just not being caught. They not being caught. You mm-hmm. right. But did you hear about Dr. Dre talking about? Um, and he and he he pulled all the stuff down about his daughter getting into yeah, USC. He was because people she, were she like might, she might have had the grades. I'm not gonna comfort her. No, but people were like, Dr. Dre, you pay your way in. Didn't yeah. he give like seventy million dollars yeah. or some shit to USC? It was yeah. like Dr. Dre. This is a, a it's an ill time. I just don't thing. see why people don't think about shit. Yeah. Why do you not think? Yeah. He's like she paid. Uh, um, she got in her again. Wait, okay. She got in there organically, child. Organically with a $7 million endowment. Okay. Damn. Oh, these people got money, baby. Maybe. Maybe I wasn't destined to have as much money as they asked. Because I I just be looking at these people like, y'all got too much money, bitch. Like, uh-uh, y'all. Y'all bitches got way too much money. Sorry for my language and my candidness tonight. That college thing just really, like, no. That didn't piss me off. Y'all. It, it makes me frustrated for sure. <laughs> Anywho, thank you so much. This is another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast. Thank you so much, Shayla, for coming. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate me. you I always so have a good much. Time. Yes, girl. Thank you. And we are out. Bye. I think I cut off. <laughs> <laughs>